Blog Talk Radio. Whatever time it may be in your part of this global hemisphere, we thank and praise you for joining in with us on today. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I am graced and blessed to be joined with my gorgeous co-host, Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today, my sister? Well, I'm struggling, struggling a little bit. I'm not, I'm going to keep it real with everybody. I have a little situation that I'm dealing with. But that's really what's going to really tie in what we're going to talk about today, you guys. I'm the one that, you know, still has a little, God work on me some more. And I know it shouldn't be, but it is. Because I, wrote, I sometimes think that certain things are more important than others. So this is what the title is going to be about. So I guess it's good that I'm kind of feeling this kind of way. So maybe I can reach out to somebody today and let them know that change in greater days are coming is how we look at it. But besides from that, sis, I'm doing good. How are you, beautiful? I'm awesome. I am awesome. I am um, coming off an incredible week where I was able to meet my siblings, my actual biological siblings, face-to-face and um, went to Oakland and San Francisco for for the week. And I'm just, you know, I'm just in awe of God today. That's really where I am, just the reflective thought of the manifestation of God's promises, and, and I'm so grateful to him. And I think that's kind of why I was sharing with you, and I'm so not making light of what's going on at your house right now. I know that it could be very, very trying, and you're not the only one that struggles with, you know, that balance. Um, but I just, I think because I'm coming fresh from the place of, how important human life is and and the value um, of our family. Even when for 63 years and 64 years respectively, I did not know who my biological family was and to now know and to have been able to meet my siblings face-to-face has just, just made such an incredible impact within me. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I'm just an awe of God today. That's kind of where I am, um, that he was taking that. 
to to San Francisco where I actually manifested in this earth realm. Um, this was just my fourth time ever going back. Um, for I was adopted at three months old and never made it back there until my 26th birthday. And since that time, um, I had been back twice prior to this past week. So this past week made my fourth time. And I'm just, like I said, you know, um, God is just incredible. And the fact that he loves us so much that our heart's desires are are not gone unheeded, um, even if it took 64 years for the manifestation for me to meet my siblings. I'm just, I'm in awe. So, yeah, that's how I am right now, seriously. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, that's what makes this so good, that we always said that when we did this radio show, um, this podcast, that we would always keep it real with everybody. And that's what gives us Mm -hmm. the balance. I'm not telling you I always have some struggling days because I don't. You probably just catch me every Sunday when all the struggling days add up on Sunday. <laughs> or vice versa. And that's what I like it. But what I wanted to share, and that's a good thing, because I believe that when there's a damper, you shine some light on things and that damperness will go away. Mm-hmm. So this morning you had contacted me and said, that's what you think we should do the show about. And that's really what mm-hmm. I want to talk to everybody about. And I'm, again, It lets us know sometimes in our struggles that we're still human and areas that we still need to ask God to help us with. And as we get older, Mm -hmm. we should be able to handle those situations a lot better than we did before. So the Mm -hmm. blessing is I'm able to handle it a lot better than I did before and um, because I probably would have been in a divorce situation and some other craziness and then probably in jail. Mm -hmm. So I'm a lot further than that, and I thank God, hallelujah, for that. So, I'm excited to really dig into everything. But first, I want to say to you, I watched you on Facebook. I am so happy for you. And I'm so grateful to see all the things that God promised. One of my prayers is, Lord, let my latter days be greater than my first. And I've Mm. seen the work that you put in. And that's sort of what the show is also going to be about today, you guys, how, how I feel God has given me to tie it all in. But man, says you and your siblings look so much alike, and it's just so amazing. You know what I'm trying to say, that you haven't been together and you've been apart, but yet you can see some resemblance there. And I can just see your mm-hmm. spirit just bouncing off, literally, off the Facebook pages of just how awesome that was. Can we talk about that a little bit? Mm-hmm. So tell me, how was it? Were you a little nervous? Absolutely. You know, when it first happened, you know, how did you feel about it? I wasn't nervous at all um, because thank God, you know, um, we've had verbal conversations and connections. Um, So I wasn't nervous. Um, There was definitely an excitement about it. But I have to, in all honesty, I have to tell you that Tuesday absolutely blew my mind. It really, really did because Tuesday is the day um, that I met my little brother from my mother. 
and um, and he was the one at first that was, you know, a little standoffish and not really convinced that, you know, he really had a sister, which I understand, you know. Um, he was with his mom all his life, you know what I'm saying? Um, she passed away in 2017, so um, he was able to share 60-plus years with his mother, and to not know about me was a great shock, and I get that. I, I totally get that, and when I first reached out to him, it took like three weeks before he communicated with me, and like I said, when I the first time I reached out to him, it was like, hey, no pressure. Um, Because I'm sure if you don't know about me, because I didn't know if he knew or not, um, if you don't know about me, I understand that this is a lot to take in. So, um, but, you know, when we did finally talk, it was an an absolute pleasant conversation. Um, And even in the beginning of the conversation, even though he was like, you know, well, we may be related in some way, but I don't know that you're my sister, you know, but it was still, you know, it was never like a nasty conversation. He has a very, very um, good spirit about him. Anyway, and in, during the course of that conversation, you know, I forwarded him my adoption papers, which had statements in it from my mother and whatever. And as he's reading it, he was like, okay, I kind of can see why um, my I felt, you know, that this was real. And, and the fact that I had had – communed with some cousins, right, and my aunt, the, the one aunt that did know about me. There was there was one person, isn't God good, that he gave um, the secret to um, back when I was born, and she was the keeper of the secret, basically, and she had shared the secret wow. with her children, but with no one wow. else. Um, so it was, it was interesting. Anyway, um, by the end of that first phone conversation, I sent him, um, I texted him a photo that I had put together where it was a picture of my mother's wedding picture alongside of my high school um, senior class picture. And I kid you not, we almost look like twins. It was like to, if you glanced at it, you would thought it was the same person. So once he saw that, and he, it was like we were in the conversation, and he just stopped mid-conversation, and he was like, wow, you have my mother's smile. And I said, and her nose and her face. And, you know, and so by the end of that conversation, you know, he was convinced that, yes, I am his sister. So anyway. Fast forward, um, we've been we've conversed basically by messenger on Facebook or text or whatever, and he's you know forwarded me several family photos and you know pictures of my grandparents, pictures of great great grandfather who was a Cherokee Indian and um, great great aunts, different things. Anyway, so we've communicated but not really spoke. Um, up until last week when I called him and said, okay, you know, um, I get in Monday night, um, can we get together Tuesday? Anyway, so let me, long story short, let me reel this in. Tuesday, my brother on my father's side uh, was our chauffeur all week, basically. He he picked my sister up on Monday, 
um, and we are the three siblings on my father's side that have connected. He picked her up. And, and understand, that was the first time they met face-to-face as well when he swung through and picked her up to come to the airport to pick us up. So it was just, it was an all-around just great thing. And so we, he and I and, and my family, we all stayed at the same hotel. Casey, my sister, lived in Richmond, so she was already there. My brother now lives in Eugene. Um, and then my, my brother Keith from my mother lives in San Francisco. So anyway, so Neil was our chauffeur, and so he was with us when we went to go meet Keith. And Keith had this package with him, right? And so, and in fact, it was funny. My husband said he thought it was his cleaning, that he had just picked up his clothes from the cleaners or whatever. Anyway, so we went to lunch. We said, had a phenomenal time, wonderful conversation. Um, my daughter and granddaughter and my husband was with me as well. And it was just, it was really, really beautiful. Um, my two brothers sitting together and they're conversing and whatever. So afterwards, he had told me that the package that he had belonged to me. So after lunch, I was like, okay, so what do you have for me? So he had actually brought me some pieces of my mother's jewelry. He had brought me jewelry that belonged to my mother and a couple of clothing items. And I was so touched by that, you know, that he would would reach out with such a genuine gesture, you know, to make sure that I had some items that belonged to my mom, which was just phenomenal. It was unbelievable. So Susie was extremely special for me. Um, just, you know, to, to, like I said, to be gifted with some items that belonged to her, um, on Wednesday, um, my brother Neil, the whole reason why we picked this week um, to meet there, my brother Neil's mother turned 90 years old, and so they had a family barbecue for her on Wednesday. Um, and so we went, to, obviously, to the barbecue and helped and whatever. But to see this 90-year-old woman up doing the cha-cha girl holding on to her walker, it was amazing. We had such a blessed time, and I was really touched by her as well because she met Casey and I for the first time, and her words to us was, I'm so, I I wish, this is what she said, I wish we had met earlier in your lives so that we could have been a part of your life. And that was really special too, you know, that that was very much. So we just, it was an incredible week. Um, Thursday, uh, we toured the bay by boat, um, went around the um, um, the bridge. What's the bridge, baby? Golden Gate Bridge. Thank you. Yep, the Golden Francisco Gate Bridge. Bridge. Went around, yeah, went around Alcatraz and, you know, listened to all these stories about Alcatraz and whatever. So it was just, like I said, it was a phenomenal week. It really, really was. And part of what touches me about what you your theme for today, the value of time, can you expect change? But the value of time really stood out to me when you said that this morning because 
time is is a very precious commodity and a lot of times we want to rush through things in life or we feel that things happen late in life or should have happened at another point in time in life but I'm just right at a place in my life now where I'll be 65 in October and I've come to the realization that Everything has an appointed time, and this was my appointed time to meet them. Would it have been great to grow up and knowing them and have history? Maybe so, but that's not how God planned it out. And he planned it out to keep my aunt alive. Her 80th birthday will be the first week of um, August, and we will be in in, um, New Orleans to celebrate her 80th birthday with her. Um, and it's just it's just amazing to me that, you know, how we the things that we think are so important or or we the things that we think um is out of time is really in God's perfect timing. And so the value of time for me at this stage of my life takes on a whole new connotation for me. Um it's the Amen. value of God's timing, not so much what mm-hmm. I think should happen at an appointed time, but the value of God's timing. And when we can begin mm-hmm. to embrace his timing, then it's like all things are good. It's all part of our storyline. And he has set it up and orchestrated in such a way that it unfolds in a perfect manner. So I had a perfect week. Amen. So anyway, that, that was Man, my let week. Me, let me, I want to say this. That is phenomenal. And I'm really thanking God. I really need to hear you say that. You know, we need to really talk to a lot of people out there, you guys. We, again, are in the seventh month of the year already. It seemed like we really just began. And what my sister asked me was, I told her, I have so much I want to say. And two of the subjects were time and change. And what we have to understand is we're running out of time. It's time to stop tripping about the little things. I called my sister earlier. I was a little frustrated, and I was like, this is what's going on. And I didn't expect the same response because there was a time she probably would have let me go there a little bit, and she would have entertained me just a little bit, maybe. (laughs) But this time she said, I've learned in my life, girl, it ain't even important. It could have happened like this, and thank God it didn't happen like this. And let me say something to you guys. It's so important to understand. Sis, I'm so grateful, you know, you did get a chance to meet them. Even at the age of 90, he allowed her to still be 90 for you to share that moment, to share the moment Mm -hmm. with your brother, your brothers and your sisters, and for them to be able to consider you even and put things aside and accept what was, and that is change, and brought you Mm -hmm. things of your mother to be able to cherish Mm -hmm. that says a lot, and that's volume, because what happens Mm -hmm. is we are so embittered in our lives because things have happened, and it could have turned around so many different ways, but we thank Mm -hmm. God because he is a God of honor, and I believe that he gives us, he restores unto us what the enemy has stole from us, and that's time. And it doesn't matter, my spirit told me, it doesn't matter if it was then and now. It happened now, and that's what makes that moment so 
awesome and so precious because that's time. Yeah. And when yeah. people can be able to accept change, and you know, you guys, the Lord is really dealing with me about it because, come on now, this COVID came in and it changed so much. And come on, yeah. the prices, we, are, we discuss it all the time. It's not trying to throw people in a panic. It's just trying to make us understand that things have changed. It's like we went to bed and we woke up, and 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 where we only pay a dollar for something, now we paying five, and where we used to mm-hmm. um, get this for that price, now we paying triple. So what I'm saying mm-hmm. to you, jobs are changing, and what they expect, and 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 the politicians are changing. Look what's going down, you guys. It's just so mm-hmm. much, but it has a lot to do with time and change. I thank God, look at this. You could have been on a job like me and getting off to try to do this would have been difficult. You would have been this and going over there, but God has blessed you in ownership of your own job that you can be able to go and appreciate and to bless you financially to even still go and participate in what he has for you. Mm-hmm. You guys, there's so much out there, so many blessings out there for us to realize. I realize even with my family, I'm just keeping it real with everybody. You know, it's about time and change. And if we don't start changing our attitudes and our minds on things, we're going to miss out. And time, what people don't realize, I've been talking about it for all these years, is the most valuable commodity that we have. Because without Mm -hmm. time, you can't do anything. So I understand it's easy to get caught up in the everyday mundane. Please believe me. The power bill, the light bill, the house bill, Oh my God, you need transportation. The job is doing this. They're cutting my hours. They you doing this. They're not giving me the money that I'm worth. I go through it. I'm on that everyday system. But if we don't stop and look at time, how valuable it is. And I thank God for you, sis, just telling me, you know, it could have been worse. Something could have you know, your car could have fallen on your husband. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And that would have been something to deal with. And I had to really look at him and say, I love you. I'm so grateful that that didn't happen because you know what he said? Not even only, I'm just so grateful the car didn't fall on me. And I'm, you know, and I'm sitting Mm -hmm. here and I'm looking and going, here I am tripping about something small when the biggest, most important part is my husband. He's there. Mm -hmm. So everything else can be fixed. So all I'm saying to you guys is please hear me. It's so important to look at the signs of the times. Look what's Mm. really going on. It's not for you to freak out or go into a panic, but it's for us to become aware. You know, I look at so many things. The Word of God says, you know, people will be planning and building and doing everything as if nothing is really getting ready to go down. But my Mm. spirit keeps compelling me to tell people it's time. It's time to start cleaning some things up and looking at different things and valuing things different. It's nice to have mm-hmm. a big old house and a car and what's inside for everybody to see. But in reality, when you die, I promise you, it's the hardest thing for somebody to try to clean out your stuff because I've been one of them that has to do that. So I'm just saying to you, you know, we concentrate on how we dress and our hair and our nails and just different things, but we don't think that, you know, it's time to love our family. I'm not telling you that maybe you've reached out to your family. Maybe they haven't received because it's so sad. We're still so caught up in the past and what had happened in the past and not forgiving people and moving on in time 
and change that we lose out on the moments. And then here we are yeah. at a casket, and now we're crying because if we could have, should have, would have done it differently. And now we're still holding an attitude for whatever reason, God only knows. I'm just telling you guys, I'm asking you guys, I beseech thee, my brothers and sisters, to reach out within your heart and realize that if you sometimes can't get what you think that you want, it's okay sometimes to accept what you have, and God will make that great. So I just cannot believe, and I'm just so at awe with your family and the acceptance and what went on and how they orchestrated everything and picked you up. And that took time. That was valuable. Mm-hmm. That took mm-hmm. thought. And for God to allow you to experience that, since I'm only praying that God allow me to be able to see those moments in that time as well for my loved ones and my siblings and my family. But you come on, you guys, stop really tripping in, in about the everyday stupid thing. I know it's so hard to see, I promise you. My car, I'm not saying it's the value of the car, but that's how I get to work. That's how I get around. And sometimes, you know, the situation in hand financially may not allow you to go out there and have to go get something new. But you know what I have to say? At least, Lord, you bless it like this. And if it has to be, well, you'll bless again. However, we, however it may be. So I need to out talk to you, sis, and I just really want to say that I am so happy for you, and I'm praying, you guys, dig in your heels and try to mend bridges and make things right because it's not time to hold grudges anymore or anything. I'm not telling you, you got some people, sis, that don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want to receive it. They don't want to accept it. Well, then those are the people you just have to keep praying for, you guys, and move on. But I believe in my situation as well. God bless you with new people that love you. God bless you with new people that appreciate you. And God bless you with new people that will go in there and do the work and help you in your life and your situation as if if it was your family. Because family just doesn't necessarily have to be blood. It's a blessing if it is. But if it isn't, accept what is, and that's change. I'm going to let you talk to me. Um, no, it's your show, sis. Um, you know, one of the things um, that I found to be very um, profound is sitting and talking to my, my, uh, my brother Keith um, is because you know, in, as in all families, you know, there are some tensions in the family, um, even where my aunt is concerned. And one of the things that I was able to share is that, you know, I have no history. I have no history whatsoever. I am fresh. I am new. I have no preconceived notions. Um, and the beauty is that, you know, I, I get a chance to treat everyone according to how they treat me, so to speak, you know. Um, so there is, you know what I'm saying? There, There's no, again, there's no baggage. There's no history, which is refreshing and even my brother Neil was saying the same thing and I, I have to tell you I love his siblings they are like they are they are it's like we've been family all along you know what I'm saying we're very inviting very funny um, very down to earth very real people right 
But, you know, like he said, he said it's really refreshing for him to have new sisters um, because there's no history. Now, he and his family are fine. They get along great. All is well. It was beautiful. Um, There are six of them. And for all of them to be able to come together from wherever they lived in the country to celebrate their mother's 90th birthday, she had all of her children there. She even had a grandson that flew in that surprised everybody. He flew in from Atlanta to be there, him and his wife. Um, even his dad didn't even know he was coming. It was just, you know, it was a really, really beautiful um, coming together. But like he said, it's refreshing, even though they're close and they love each other, to have siblings that there's no history. So it's like we're making new memories and there's no baggage and there's no, you know, well, there were some bad times there and all of that. There's none of that, you know. And so one of the things that's valuable about um, coming together uh, in time is that, you know, we can make choices in our lives. Like I said, it's refreshing for me because there is no history. It's all good. It's all fresh. I love you all. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's just I'm excited, you know, to be around. And it's not always like that. And I know you can identify with what I'm saying. In fact, one of the things that I was sharing with my two brothers is that it's so refreshing to have brothers that I can connect with um, because the brother that I knew growing up, who was 28 years older than I am, um, we never had a bond. We never connected on that level. We and, and he just passed in 2014, but in all those years, in 60 years, we never had that kind of a connection where my new siblings, my new brothers and I, we have a connection and a bond even now. So in, in a short period of time. So it's like, you know, when we value time, when we think about it, we have to think about time in eternity, in that modem, you know, whereas we can choose not to carry the baggage of the past into our future is what I'm saying. It's like the refreshing of not having history or bad blood is just all good. We can make that choice, even though there may have been some rough times in the past or change, situations change, and sometimes people don't change. Some zebras never change their stripes. You know what I'm saying? And they may have been one way all their life, and, you know, you've tried to reach out, you've tried to do what you can, and it doesn't seem like anything has changed, and there's still problems. But but always keep in mind is as long as there's yet breath in our body, change can still be possible. Our coming together can Amen. still be possible. I was sharing Amen. with my brothers and I was like, you know, when my brother passed away, the day of his funeral, I was messed up. And my daughter said to me, she said, Mom, I'm really surprised that, you know, you're, you're so emotional. And I said, so am I. But I realized why I was so emotional, and it was the finality of the situation. It was like, okay, this bond will never happen, (laughs) okay? It is really over. It is done. It is finished. It will never happen. But guess what? My nephew and I, after my brother passed, we connected, and we now have a bond, which is really, really ironic, you know, that I did not have that bond with his father. But the week, yes, his son. But he and I, he, he, that's who found me to tell me that my brother had died. 
And afterwards, you know, because this was really deep. He told me he thought I never liked him. And I'm like, are you wow. kidding me? That was so far from the truth. And now over these past seven years, we've spent holidays together and, you know, and different things, and we've been able to connect with one another. And he realizes how important family is to me and how the mis- misperception that he had about me, how different I really was. So I'm saying this to say, you know, don't don't just hold on to past baggage. Don't hold on to past perceptions. If you have opportunity, and again, like I said, some people don't change. Sometimes, you know, it just it never happens. But if you have an opportunity to change your perception of someone, to change um, the trajectory of your relationship, then embrace that opportunity. Don't stay in a place of bitterness. Don't stay in a place of unforgiveness. Don't stay in a place of past baggage. Take the opportunity and say, you know what, what was, was. I can't do anything about that. I can't change the past. I looked at my brother and his brother. He he had shared with us um, some intimate information, and there was some past history with him and his middle brother. He's the baby boy. The brother before him, he had baggage growing up. But I looked at how they interacted at the birthday party for his mom. They put that in the past. They've left that in the past and been able to move forward as brothers. It's like if you have that opportunity, that's all I'm saying. You know, sometimes, like I said, my brother and I never bonded, not like that. But if you have the opportunity and there's still yet breath in your body with your siblings, with your parents, with your children, with whomever, and the opportunity presents itself, don't drag the baggage of the past into the present. Be able allow God to do what he wants to do in your life. So that's all I wanted to share with that. Go ahead, sis. You know, you know what? This is what I love is we can feed back and forth from each other because what you were talking about, you guys, is time. Again, time is such a precious commodity. I know sometimes it's not easy to get past people with attitudes and stuff. And sometimes, you guys, we may have to just leave people alone, like my sister said. Yeah. You know, yeah. 60 something yeah. years her and her brother. But look how God blessed that his son steals the bloodline yeah. and descendant. How, how, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Just of your family still coming back. And so, you mm-hmm. know, we have to understand we might, you may not to reach certain ones of this generation, but I believe that God said your blessings flows on your children and your children's children. You know, we mm-hmm, can only pray that mm-hmm. we can be able to see the blessings of our family. But if we can't, we just have to leave here knowing and trusting God that he will still put that thing together. And, yeah. you know, I have a cousin, you know, that I worked with. You guys, I think I told you guys, I'm not sure. I was at the Flamingo Hilton. And I would walk down the hallway speaking to everybody. And I would always say, hey, cuz, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, I'm old school. You know, hey, cuz, whatever. And my sister, Jim, that used to really bother them when I would call people my cousin or something like that. But, you know, I would speak to him all the time. And 
how we got together, you guys, was one girl had a little crush on him that I worked with. She was like, come down to breakfast with me. I'm kind of, you know, I'm a little nervous. And I was like, see, that's what God was doing. And I didn't know. But God was still having a hand in all this. I know that he did. And she was like, come down to breakfast with me. You know, I'm a little nervous, whatever. And I was like, okay, what's his name? She's like, Andrew. And I was like, okay, what's his last name? She was like, Washington. And I was laughing. That's my mama's maiden name, Washington. We shoot. I might go and find out we're related. And I go and have breakfast with him and find out he's not just my cousin. He's my first cousin, you guys. Wow. And I remember that. And let me say something. We have always been the same since. Um, his brothers, his siblings and stuff, some of them are accepting, some of them are not. <clears throat> but I thank God. You know, I, I'm in Vegas this whole time. They're in Vegas this whole time. We're family. So, you know, I had another cousin look identically like my baby sister. I used to tell her in high school, my Lord, she looked just like my baby sister, Reese, not knowing that that was my other cousin on my mama's side. And all, both of these siblings are from my mama's side. So I just thank God that they don't have attitudes or holding grudges or whatever the case may be. We move on in life. Sometimes we connect, sometimes we don't. But, again, I love the fact what God is still doing in this time. Even though time is so important, God is still moving in these times. And what we also mm-hmm. have to realize is if you don't accept change, you guys, then good things or blessings I don't believe can come your way. I don't believe that they can dwell, new blessings can dwell in the midst of old bullcrap. We have to get past all this. We have to you know, give up ourselves. It's not easy. Yes. You know, the hardest person to see is ourselves. I promise mm-hmm. you. I still think I'm right about a lot of things. I promise you. Um, and But I realize the more that I realize, I'm not. I have to repent daily. I can be a hot mess. But I thank God because at the same time, I know I can still be a blessing. Now, you know, some people mm-hmm. may, you know, feel like that can't happen like that. But I believe that even in the mess, all I want God to do is use me for his good. So even if I'm still sometimes not at my best, I still want to know that if he used me, he used me for his glory and for good mm-hmm. and not for evil. So Amen. all I'm saying to you guys is, come on, it's time to really wrap your heart, your mind, and your soul you know, sometimes we have to reach out to people, and it's not easy. But um, I heard TDJ say sometimes, sometimes you call people, they don't call you back, maybe they don't want to be bothered. So I just feel like if it's meant to be, God will ordain that thing to be. But don't you give up hope. Don't you give up faith. Don't you stop trusting. Don't you stop believing. Don't you stop dreaming. Don't you stop doing it. Because I believe that whatever it is, God will provide for you the portion of your inheritance. And I believe that portion of your inheritance is people that you love, your family, family, people that value you, accept you for who you are. If people don't, mm-hmm. it's, it's a painful thing. I'm not telling you that it's not. You know, sis, and you know it, like you're saying, with your brother, I'm sure that was a little hard thing, but it's something that you had to accept. But at the same mm-hmm. time, how God turned that thing around and sent his seed, his son, one that could accept, one was accepting mm-hmm. and understanding about time and understanding about change. So we thank God mm-hmm. for that. We just hope you guys reach out to us and maybe share some of your stories 
of what you guys are going through. And my sister is really good, you know, about replying. Um, we're here on the show just to let you guys know that we're not perfect. We go through situations and things too. But just, just again, just to see your pictures and your smiles, that was real. And just for how everyone went out, I coodles. Ten times as much stamp your family with coodles right now of them accepting change and the value of time and change and implementing that together. There can't be anything but blessings there, you guys, but blessings. We have to let go. We have to forgive. We have to move on. And even if you don't want to deal with that person, at least forgive them and move on because I believe that every moment, every second is so important. And if we had it to know is. our moment and our time when we left this earth, how would you waste your time? If you had your time already on your arm, I seen a movie one time, it really tripped me out, when it calculated your life and time. And if you, you were running out of time, you had to find a way to buy time, and you had to work and do things, and how time was, you know, tallied up how we worked, and that tripped me out completely. You need to see hmm. it. Because what you would do things differently. If you went to the doctors right yeah. now and he made a mistake and told you it's your time, you only had three months, would you be tripping about what hmm. Sally did to you or your sister did? Or would you be trying to say no how way. much you love them and you trying to make it right with them? And would you find the money that you didn't have before but you knew now that you're dying, that it didn't matter, so you're going to go see them and you're going to laugh and talk and joke and cry and do everything that you had to do because – that's what's important. And then all of a sudden you find out the doctor made a mistake. Hmm. Are you going to take your time to be mad and say if he didn't do that, if he made a mistake, now I'm going to sue the doctor because I spent this money, I went to go see my sister and talk to her, and we were loving on each other? No, you'd be stupid if you do. And you can call me exactly. if you want to, and I'll tell you directly that you're stupid. But if you <laughs> would just say, look at God. See, people yeah. don't realize that sometimes God will take sickness to make you look at your time so you stop tripping about the dumb stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. you allow a relationship mm-hmm. to get rocky and shady so you can see how important it is. Sometimes he may cause the one in your relationship to get sickly so you can look at that person that used to get on your nerves and say, man, I realize I don't want to live without you. Sometimes he'll take a okay. job that you thought was a bomb and he'll take it away from you to show you that he's God and he still can. Sometimes, you know, you yeah. can have that car and you think it's all that and guess what? Something happens and he'll show you he's God and he can replace it or don't give it and you learn how to catch the bus and now you're ministering to people you couldn't even reach before. So the hardest part to see is the value of it, but the thing about it is, is the value of time. I love you guys, but I hope you guys get your head together and wrap it around. We look at everyday life as if it keeps going on, but you're not looking at it like now we look up since we've been doing this show. I don't know about you, but I'm like five years old. You've been five mm-hmm. years old, how long we've been on the show, and we've been sharing this with you guys and reaching out to you guys. I pray that something we say, I pray something that we do can really channel your spirit to be able to activate and move differently in this realm and this earth. It's hard right now, change. Churches are not in, certain churches and certain churches are, and then there's some of them in the capacity. So some of you have been in that clique, you really ain't going to church right now. But look past that. And even if you have to go online, thank God for it. You can still get the word. You can still spend time with God. It doesn't matter about any of that. 
What are you doing with the time that your master has left you with since you've been on this earth? So when he comes back and he says to you, just like the master that went off and left his, his service with talent, what did you do with your talent? Did you bury it and you did nothing with it because you thought you were doing the best thing? Or did you give it? Or did you loan it? Or did you love it? Or did you appreciate it? Or did you accept it? Or did you change with it because you knew? I don't like it, you guys, at my age of 56 years old that I'm still on my job doing what I do. And I go in there sometimes in an attitude. But you know what I thank God for? That I can be able to accept the change and he can be able to allow the change to happen to me to say, I'm here now. This is what I have to do. I thank you, Lord, because you're working it out for my good. Oh, I'm not telling mm-hmm. you I don't get mad. Oh, when I drive up, I'm like, sweet baby Jesus, help me, Lord, because I swear I don't want to go in there and be fake with nobody. I don't want to put up a front because then that shows that I'm not representing you. But please mm-hmm. help me and help my spirit and my strength as I deal with your children so that they will see you and not me. And you know what I love? When people that I never expected can walk up to me and say, all I want is one of them Auntie Tanya hugs that I can give you because I, I promise you I can't get it from nowhere else but you. And you don't even have to be the same color as me. So I see that God is still working for our good. Again, change mm-hmm. in time. How are you valuing it? And how are you looking at it today, you guys? Are you still tripping? I understand. Trust me. You know what? I told people I'm on another level with my daughter right now, my baby daughter. Everybody know about it. And I'm on a level right now. We we talk, you know, we talk to each other through Instagram in a way of I'm sending her positive affirmations. She's sending me what she like. We laughing. Then we get on the phone and go, we really don't want to talk to each other right now, do we? So I'm thanking God for new ways of mommy and new ways of parenting. But as long as we can get along and accept the change that's happening between us but still love each other, I'm grateful. So to say that, I hope you guys make some comments. I hope you guys share, again, your stories so we can be able to bounce off each other, communicate with each other through this change and during these times. So I'm going to let you speak, sis. I apologize. I'm I'm like goody goody about both of them. Hey, ain't no need to apologize, you know. Um, one of the things that we have to recognize is that living life will bring about change. We were talking about this yesterday on uh, my prayer call, and it's a matter of maturing um, different seasons in life, different opportunities that we experience and walk through, different situations in our lives will bring about change within us, and we have to be prepared for that change. We have to recognize and understand that, you know, change is going to be inevitable. And I know a lot of people don't do change well. Um, It's part of the continuing um, journey of life, change is going to happen. Um, I'm a person that, you know, I like change. I embrace change. Um, I get bored with the same thing over and over again. So change is fine for me. As you guys know, I'm traveling. You know, I can move to another place on on a dime. It's like, okay, cool, let's do it. You know, it doesn't bother me. But um, as far as, you know, new cities and new territories and things like that. But 
change is inevitable, and we have to recognize that as we go through life and stages of life and seasons of life and levels of life and dimensions of the spirit realm in the Lord, change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. And we try to stay stagnated and and stoic just in in one particular place and not be able to evolve and let go and move on from situations, we will find ourselves battling mental illnesses. We'll find ourselves battling physical anomalies because we've carried so much um, stress within our bodies and what have you because we've not let go. So I'm encouraging you to embrace change, to make sure you take change before the throne of God. You know, if change is happening in your life, if things are going on in your life that's different from anything that you had encountered in the past, take that before the Lord. Take that before the Lord. Ask him to help you with change. Ask him to help you um, transition from one level and one stage of life to another. You know, again, at at 65 years old, Lord say the same, I'm not doing what I was doing at 15, at 25, at 35. I'm not even doing the same thing I was doing at 45 and at 55. Life has changed for me. Seasons and times have changed my perspective on things. I, I always have to keep in mind, especially like with my grandchildren, my youngest grandchild um, is 16. He'll be 17 um, in two months, actually. He'll be 17 years old. But, you know, there are times when, as as normal teenagers, he feels like he knows everything about everything, and, you know, you try to tell him something, and it's like, no, nah, that ain't real, or whatever, whatever. And I have to keep in mind that for his limited time in this earth realm, he knows the most that he can know from his time experience on this earth. But him at 16 and his experiences in life are quite different than me at 64 and my experiences of life. And I have to always keep in mind that, you know, the, the and I tell him, I tell all of my grandkids, same thing, same thing my mother told me, just keep living. <laughs> just keep living, you will learn that things are not always as they appear in your youth. Things are not always as they appear in your your naive state of mind. As you continue to live, as you continue to experience life, one thing that you thought you would stay staunch in and never change your mind about will over a period of time change because you'll see that same thing from different perspectives, from different vantage points, from different experiences. So be willing to embrace the change. Be willing to vote. Be willing to enlarge the territory, to expand your capacity for knowledge, your capacity for life. Amen. It's, it's Amen. Expand with your maturity and your experiences. Amen. So it's it's really important. So yep, that's that's what I have there. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, sis. You know, while you were speaking, my spirit said, "You don't know 
you guys, if God want to use you, be the generational curse breaker. You know, I remember praying that prayer a long time ago. Lord, use me. Let me be the sacrifice official lamb to be the one to change the family. You don't even know what you're asking for. Because if you had to be that one and it meant death for people to come together, are you willing? Well, what I'm saying to you is, you know, you don't know how God want to use you. Keep your heart open. One of my favorite messages from um, Bishop Jakes was Joseph's tears. And what he said is, you know, the reason all the things that Joseph went through in his life, God trusted him because he knew that he had the capacity to look past people's faults, to love people in spite of what they did to him. They wanted mm-hmm. to murder him. They said he was gone. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, because they were jealous and they despised him for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But God entrusted Joseph because he knew he had the capacity to love. And that's why he put him in the realm of blessings. I'm not saying to you guys, you know, we all want to be a blessing. We all want to be that one, you know, financially or whatever the case be. All I'm, uh, I'm speaking to some of you is the reason why a lot of us are not financially where we need to be is because God knows he can't trust us with it. And see, until you can embrace change and accept the times that you're living in, you know, because are you going to use that power and use it for evil and you know that somebody did you wrong, so, Lord, when you bless me with this money, I swear they're going to have to come to me and ask me for it. And I'm, I'm going to do this. Well, that's probably why our reasons why. Because you, you've seen the blessing, but you're wondering how come you're not there. Well, you're not there, God told me to say to you, it's because of your heart, the condition of your heart. And we don't change that in these times that we're living in. In these times. I keep saying that because time is it's changed. It's such a precious commodity to wake up and breathe air and have time. What are you going to do with it? So I'm going to beseech you, my brothers and sisters, that tomorrow, today, make a change. Wake up with a different mentality. Say, I'm tired of tripping about all that stuff. I know I ain't talked to a good old friend of mine in 30-something years because she made me mad because she said something crazy to me. What you going to do? If God is still Mm -hmm. allowing you to be here, he's giving you a chance to be here for change. What are you going to do with the time that he's entrusting mm-hmm. you with? He's giving you that mm-hmm. time now to get yourself together, to get, you know, for whatever, even if it's to prepare your home going, even if it's to prepare you for a blessing that's ahead. Are you going to miss out mm-hmm. because you still got your jaws locked and you mad because somebody wore your clothes when you told them not to or somebody talked about you or somebody did you wrong? Oh, you guys, I've had so many people that have done me wrong. But when the Lord showed me myself, it was so many other people that I didn't do them wrong, but I did others wrong because they did me wrong. And so it had to make me really realize that it's time to embrace who you have and who loves you and who's in your who's in your life right now. So mm-hmm. to say that, I want you guys to really do some inventory. We have to. We're going to keep talking about this for a while because the Lord told me this, this is important. You know, we're in the seventh month right now. You guys, we almost get ready to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's again. Girl, for real. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Crazy ain't even a word, you guys. I was complaining about a raise I had six months ago. You know what I'm saying? About, oh, no, y'all know you didn't. I talked about that little funky raise for about two months. And the Lord showed me another side in all these months. It could have been so much worse than that. 
I still hmm. gave you a blessing. So I thank God for it because I know that right now, you know, you guys, I had somebody really near and dear to me. She barely talks to anybody on my job. And her, you know, she's a beautiful person. She lost her husband, and they're both young. And he was sickly for a while. And time, she realized, was not on her side and changed. She had to accept, and now she's by herself. But the other day, she said, I have something for you. And the other day, she gave it to me. And she, um, Saturday, said, she was like, I got something for you. I was led in my spirit. This is what she said to me, you guys. I was led in my spirit to get this for you. And when I opened it up, it was a book, and it said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made before God. Mm. And I didn't, I just read that, and I was like, oh, my God. When I got home, I realized it was a journal. And right then, my spirit said, I'm prompting her to prompt you that it's time for change. It's time to write that book. That's why her spirit said so I want you guys to know something. It's never too late. I know it, a lot of never. times it's good days, it's bad days. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. It's okay. We're going to cry sometimes. We're going to laugh. We're going to be confused. We mm-hmm. might get mad. But don't stay there long because that's time. Move on. Because it's understandable that there's days that you might feel depressed. There's may, days that you may feel alone. You may just lost a relationship or a loved one, if it wasn't physically they'd gone on to heaven or whatever, to hell, then you know that you also lost them because they're not in your life anymore. Maybe they walked away. But all I'm saying to you guys is I'm not saying it's easy, except you guys may have to pick me up off the rug if I go through certain things myself. That's why I'm going to keep it real. But please understand something. Two things you must understand. Time is of an essence. And something you, from the time that you were born in your mother's womb, you had a time stamp date when you were going to be born and when you're going to leave here. Value what you have now. Love and be patient what you have now and ask God to help you with it. And next is change. Lord, sometimes that serenity prayer says, God, give me the patience to accept things in my life that I cannot change. And give me the ability and the wisdom to, to accept the things that I can. Because you don't want to step in the way of God. And one thing you don't want is you don't want to walk and be on this earth all this time, you guys. And it's hell. It's time to experience your blessings in Christ. And one of them is accept the two things that our Lord and our Savior is all about. And that's time and change. I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Thank God for um, his peace and his glory and and him watching over us through our our times of transition and change um, and accepting the things that we can't change um, and embracing whatever God is speaking to change in our lives. So we have um, three minutes to go, sis, so why don't you, you know, pray for the people? You know, I'm just really asking right now that I hide behind the cross because this is so important when my sister allows me to pray over you guys, each individual one. I'm praying for the ones that are sickly and the ones that are shut in, the ones that are confused, the ones that are under depression, suppression, oppression. I'm praying for those who have lost a job, those, Father God, in the name of Jesus, maybe have lost 
a home or whatever they're going through. That's understandable. I'm not making light of things. But what I'm praying the most for your children, Father God, is for us to see you. And every day that we wake up to see you as being time and a new day to be able to accept the challenges of life and know that you're with us and what we're going through, that you're going to get us through it. I'm praying, my brothers and sisters in Christ, that God will bless you, touch you in a way that you've never been blessed and touched before. We always look at blessings and being touched as financial, but maybe God will touch your heart, your soul, your mind, and that will change your life forever for the good. I'm praying that now when we wake up, we look at life differently, that we want to bless someone, touch someone, whether it's a need, seed, or deed. But most of all, Lord, let us beseech you and find you and accept you as our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, that our hearts and our minds may be saved in you, that we may be able to dwell in the kingdom of God forever. Because what we have to understand is it's only a time that we have on this earth. And then let us dwell with you in heaven for eternity. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love you guys. Amen. Amen. I hope you guys can reach out even whenever you listen to this message. I pray that you do because I believe that you will be touched, and I hope that you will because one thing you have to understand, this is nothing that we're talking because we're on the radio. We're talking because we want to reach out and help you because I know because I'm that girl too. I love you and be blessed. I love you so, so much, and I'm so grateful to God that you've been able to experience the blessings of God right now in this time. And I love you so much for being able to go with change because without that change, you wouldn't have been able to find your newfound family that's been there the whole time as a hidden treasure. Amen. 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 Well, I love you. I pray that you have an incredibly blessed week. Um, Pray for me. I'm transitioning this week back to Atlanta. And so I just thank and praise God for, for his traveling graces and his mercies. So, amen. Yes, Lord. I'm praying for you, but again, I thank God for that change because now I have some family on this side, so I'm so grateful for. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys. Please be blessed. Know that we love you. And again, reach out to my sister's page on Facebook, Instagram. She's in so many different ways ministering to you guys to help you on this journey of change and time. I love you guys. Be blessed. God bless you. Same Amen. time, sis. Same. Same God time, same God channel, Lord Same willing. God channel. We love you guys. Be blessed. Amen. Let's keep it real.